The opinions expressed on this WebmasterRadio.fm program are those of the host, guests, and callers, and do not reflect those of the staff, management, or advertisers of WebmasterRadio.fm. Any rebroadcast or retransmission of this program without the express written consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. Want to become best friends with the single most powerful person in the country? Whether she's a Gucci girl, Prada professional, coach queen, or target trendsetter, we'll untie the purse strings and give you the inside track on today's woman. How to capture her attention, grow her loyalty, and create such enthusiasm about your company or product that she spreads the word with her friends and family. WebmasterRadio.fm presents Purse Strings. Purse strings. Join marketing to women expert Maria Retan, senior principal at Carmichael Lynch Spong, as she chats with those in the know so your business can grow. WebmasterRadio.fm presents Purse Strings. Here's your host, Maria Retan. Good afternoon. Welcome to Purse Strings. I'm Maria Retan. Thanks so much for joining me today. You can catch Purse Strings every Tuesday at 3 o'clock Eastern Time. Each and every week, you'll learn how you and your company can corner the market on the most powerful consumer in the country. The 51% of us who control more than 80% of all the spending, the woman. Well, first up, a little article from the Wall Street Journal. And, um, you know, it's, it's after Thanksgiving. And I don't know about you. I don't know when you stood in line to get your Thanksgiving. Uh, Black Friday purchases at a deep discount, but you may have noticed that retailers were opening even earlier. In fact, Best Buy was one of the last retailers to cave in to open at what they're calling Black Midnight. And they actually did it because they felt um, that they were getting a lot of heat. You know, a lot of the other retailers had been pushing back their Black Friday openings, you know, earlier and earlier and earlier. And uh, Best Buy opened at midnight um, due to all the rival um, competition out there. Really, Walmart uh, is one of the last mass merchants um, not to to announce early that it would be offering doorbuster specials. Um, But it's interesting to watch how Black Friday has kind of morphed. And in large part, it's it's due to what's been going on online. Um, In this article from the Wall Street Journal, the authors, Miguel Bastillo and Ann Zimmerman, um, have been saying that, you know what, it, it's a losing battle to some degree, um, this shopping right that we do each and every year. And it's become increasingly antiquated, mainly because of what's going on online. Daily deals, sales are happening all the time, either at your favorite retailer or on Amazon.com. And uh, what happens is that is that the you know stone and mortar brick and mortar retailer feels incumbent to really try to get out there earlier and earlier? Uh, today, of course, many many stores are open 24 hours a day, um, and sometimes they even have a prequel, a pre-sale, if you will, to Thanksgiving. Um, you know, gosh, I think it was Toys R Us actually did that. Walt Disney's done that. Um, and in some cases, even some retailers are opening on Thanksgiving Day itself. I know that that seems unbelievable, but Sears and Gap are two of them. Um, so it's interesting to kind of watch this phenomenon. I'm curious if you got out there at midnight and took advantage of these sales or if by chance you were out there in advance or if you just frankly said, forget it, I'm doing all my shopping online like so many of us do. It'll be an interesting holiday season. We'll keep track of it here on Purse Street. Well, our purse profile today is the Prada professional. She's a woman and committed to her career, trying to achieve some balance in her life. Median age of 36, married. Uh, 60% of them are parents. Of course, they're employed full-time. 
making more than 150000 collectively for their household. They like to keep their eye to the fashion world, uh, really focused on their own looks, liking to stand out in the crowd, uh, very confident in their style and loving to own quality things. They consider themselves practical, a workaholic, focused on the family, interested in the arts. Uh, so where are they shopping? Well, they're shopping a lot of different places. Neiman Marcus, Nordstrom, Pottery Barn, Crate and Barrel, and Target. They're driving BMWs, Jeep, Audi, and Toyota. And when it comes to publications and broadcast outlets, where can you find her? Well, she's reading a ton of magazines. She's at cable and network TV for entertainment and getting her information online. So she's reading magazines like Real Simple, uh, In Style, Shape, Vanity Fair, Martha Stewart Living. She's watching E, Food Network, TLC, and um, Discovery Channel. Um, my guest today knows a lot about women. There's a lot about women who are aging and what that's doing to business, the opportunities, that that opens for businesses. Uh, Maddie Dykewald, she's a nationally recognized author, public speaker, marketing executive, and entrepreneur. In fact, she co-founded Age Wave with her husband, Ken, back in 1986. And she helped grow that company from the ground up to a multi-million dollar enterprise that it is today. Um, she's considered to be a foremost thought leader on population aging and its impact on business, lifestyle, and our culture at large. She's an author as well. Her latest book is called Influence, How Women's Soaring Economic Power Will Transform Our World for the Better. I'm looking forward to our discussion with Maddie today. Stick around. Purse Strings returns in just a moment. This webmasterradio.fm program is presented by AFCONEvents.com, A-F-F-C-O-N-Events.com. Dive deep into five days of digital marketing education and information at AFCON's inaugural Digital Marketers Cruise, March 17th to the 21st, 2012. Be a sponsor, exhibitor, or register today at AFCONEvents.com. Okay, time for something we can all relate to, shopping. Her strings will be right back after these messages from our advertisers. Oh, yeah. My day is done. Time for happy hour. You're already done for the day? Yeah, because I use CertifiedKnowledge.org. Their PPC tools literally save me hours every day. How do you keep on top of all of Google's new features? Easy. With Certified Knowledge, their interactive learning modules keep me up to date. And if there's something I don't know, I can watch their video lessons without having to hunt around the Google help files. Great. I'm ready to expand my knowledge. Hi, I'm Brett Geddes. I'm the only leader officially supported by Google to teach the advanced track of the AdWords Seminars for Success. I personally recommend CertifiedKnowledge.org as your one-stop shop for all your PPC needs. Learn. Optimize. Connect. Be smart. Go to CertifiedKnowledge.org now. Looking for a white-label SEO and social platform for your clients? Think eBrands. Free and unlimited SEO audit reports. eBrands. Premium Facebook apps and welcome page creators. eBrands. Twitter management app, analytics, and mobile site generators. eBrands. Let eBrands manage your search and social media campaigns and give you and your clients access to their white label dashboard, which have great reports that will wow your clients and deliver great ROI and results. Try eBrands for 30 days. Go to eBrandsWithAZ.com or call 1-866-625-5717. That's eBrandsWithAZ for eBrands. As you know, being an expert at f***. 
What did she say? Requires lots of practice and a great tool. Think you could use some help with f***? Whoa! You're not alone. Hundreds have used our tool to take their f***. Performance to the next level. The language! Of course, we're talking about managing Facebook ads on Aquizio. Oh. Buy, track, manage, optimize, and report on media across all major ad networks. Visit Aquizio.com to get a demo today. Aquizio. Search, social, display, one platform. WebmasterRadio.fm. Keeping you out of rush hour traffic. Her Strings is back with the inside track on Today's Woman. Here's your host, Maria Retan. And we're back. Joining me today is Maddie Dykewald. She's a nationally recognized author, public speaker, marketing executive, and entrepreneur. She and her husband founded Age Wave many years ago, and she's been doing groundbreaking work uh, through that agency. But also, she is an author in her own right. She's authored three books. Her newest is called Influence, How Women Soar economic power will transform our world for the better and she's also written a children's book as well as if she didn't have enough to do maddie welcome to the program thank you it's a pleasure to be here well so excited to have you on as i mentioned uh, you founded age wave with your husband 25 years ago tell us a little bit about the work that you do there yeah, well, thank you for even asking. That's fantastic. Uh, we are really kind of a think tank, and what we began to realize back in 1986 was that demographic shifts or population shifts really offer business people a window into the future that's very reliable. I mean, you can predict these demographic shifts well in advance, and you know, in today's world where there's so few things that you can really rely on, demographics is a great tool. And what we saw happening then was that there was a population shift going on, not just in our country, but almost worldwide in the developed world. Uh, that was the youth population, which was always sort of the focus, the target of business and of the world at large is really not growing at the same rate as the older population is growing. So this is just the opposite of what we've ever seen in the past. So large numbers of older people, smaller numbers of young people, and it sort of throws the whole business community into a topsy-turvy because it's pretty much the opposite of what we've learned to do well, which is to market to youth. Absolutely, and I know having been in marketing myself, but that tends to be the demographic that we all go after. However, that older demographic is the one that tends to have the more disposable income and, and tends to also be the one that um, is looking for ways to burn their money a little bit. Um, I want to shift over, though, to the focus on women, which you've also done quite a bit of research on. And in fact, your latest book is based on Women. It's called Influence, How Women's Soaring Economic Power Will Transform Our World for the Better, which I happen to agree with. And it's been out <laughs> for more than a year now. Uh, talk a little bit about how it's been received. Well, let me first make, explain to you how, we got, how I got into the looking at the whole women's market and the world of women. Uh, we were doing some research on behalf of a financial services client, and what we began to realize when we were in the focus groups listening to both women and men speak is that there was another demographic shift going on underneath the aging of the population, and that is that women were moving 
from being economically dependent to being far more economically independent, and that that in and of that in and of itself was a shift that was going to really impact the way the world works in a variety of different ways and the way marketers really think about women. Uh, so that was my modus operandi. That's what made me get interested to want to do more research. And the book itself has been very well received, but I'll put a caveat to that. There's been an interesting dynamic that has happened with it that I never would have expected, and that is that people assume it's a book for women, when in fact it's a book about women. (laughs) Very different. And in fact, the people who would gain the most from reading it would be men, marketers Mm -hmm. who happen to be men. Well, and hopefully they're reading it and they understand that, right? Hopefully that that word of mouth is getting to those men because I do agree with you. I think it's important that men recognize our our influence, especially our economic influence. Um, you know, I've been talking a lot on this show about the transfer of wealth um, that's happening currently in the United States. And while we've had tons of change in the past 20 years, uh, uh, and we've also, you know, clearly done well academically. Um, it's, it's interesting though, to see that even in the workplace, we, we may still be a tad behind. I'm just curious what your thought is on that. Well, it's a little bit more than a tad behind. Uh, uh, well, I'm being have, generous. <laughs> I mean, that's a really nice way of putting it. We've done a great job of educating young women I mean, really, and it is really an incredible tool because those, that education is really giving us the skill set required to do well in this kind of an economy that's no longer based on brawn, but really is based on brains. So that's a great tool. And as a result, we've seen a, not just one or two, but a critical mass of women move into the workforce and take on positions in sort of middle management. And we've done a fantastic job of getting to that middle place. But getting to the positions of more influence and leadership, it's still been a struggle. I mean, even today, only 18% of all leadership positions in corporate America, and by the way, just across the board in nonprofits, uh, in the military, it's, a, it's less than that. <clears throat> in government, it's about 18%. We're just not getting to the place where we need to, where women can, in fact, use their influence in a very large way. Now, we're, we're making inroads, and we've made cracks in that ceiling, but we haven't pushed through completely. And there's a couple reasons why. And, by the way, one of them is women themselves. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I part of that curious. is that women... Uh, have so many things pulling at them that they don't often stand, sometimes, not always, but sometimes women don't stand up, raise their hand and say, yes, I want to be on that leadership track because they just have too many things pulling at them. Uh, Mm -hmm. There's another big reason. I was involved with the Wall Street Journal, uh, did a big study on women and the economy, and I was involved in the meeting that they had afterwards, and McKinsey was the one who did the research. And one of the, one of the most critical pieces of research for that was that women are great at getting mentors, but not so good at getting sponsors. And I think understanding the difference between mentors and sponsors is a huge, huge deal for women. And if they can make that step to sponsorship, not just mentorship, 
and I'll explain to you what I mean by sponsorship, then in fact that would take them further down the road to leadership positions. So the difference between mentorship and sponsorship. Mentorship is finding someone who's an expert in your field and try to pick their brain and get their knowledge and their expertise, and that's a very important thing to do in today's world, no doubt about it. But sponsorship is finding someone in a leadership position in your organization who will take you under their wing and they'll kind of prime you for getting to the next step in your workforce. Because women right now, and this too came from that Wall Street Journal research, women are generally promoted based on results. Men are based, are promoted based on their promise. And we need to get more women really promoted based on their promise as well. And what they determined was sponsorship is a tool to get you there. Does that make sense? Absolutely makes sense. And I, I've heard a lot of discussion around the mentorship sponsorship and that, that um, in fact, I just had a, a guest on this past week who was talking about the importance for women to find female mentors. And she felt that was really vital, but that when it came to sponsorship, she felt like that, that men were vital for sponsorship, putting their neck out there and vouching for a woman so that they too could come up through the chain of command. Um, what are your thoughts on whether it needs to be a man or a woman as far as sponsorship? I don't think it needs to be a man or a woman. I, I think that it doesn't become gender specific when you get to that leadership position. Uh, I think that there's been some really interesting studies done that tell corporate America and, and people in small and mid-sized businesses that it's really important to get a mix in terms of leadership. You want men and women because they both bring different values, expectations, uh, perspectives to the leadership mix. And you want to get both sides of the story in there because the conversation changes when you involve women leaders in those strategic conversations that must take place in order to move a company for further forward in a positive way. And women bring different things to the party. And again, men get that now. Men leaders understand that. So yeah, they also want to promote women, but they're not exactly sure how to make that happen. And I think this sponsorship concept is a really strong and important one. And I also don't think it matters if your sponsor is a woman or a man. Uh, it's great if it's a man. Great, too, if it's a woman. Mm-hmm. I'm curious. Do you think that the economy, which has been, of course, in the doldrums the last several years, has really ended up helping women? You know, I know that initially when we were hit with this economic downturn, more women than men held on to their jobs. I'm not sure that that's still the case. I'm curious to get your thoughts on whether we We've taken advantage of what's been going on in the world and whether that's provided opportunity or perhaps it's ended up hurting us. Well, initially, as you just pointed out, it did create opportunity because a lot of the the kinds of jobs that were lost in the economy were jobs that are populated primarily by men, you know, construction, for instance. Uh, That was an industry that was killed in the early days of the recession. And in fact, sometimes people refer to the recession as a man session because so many more men lost their jobs than women. And where that was good for women was actually in the home because it created a little bit less of the idea, okay, men are the breadwinners, women are the bread makers. It, it mixed it up a little bit more out of necessity, and so men got more involved in taking 
care of household responsibilities, and that's a good thing. Now, in these later days, as we're in, you know, coming back from the recession, supposedly, men are actually getting jobs in higher rates than women, and women are oftentimes positioned in the types of industries that are not as well-paying as men, and so that's a problem. What do you think the tipping point is, Maddie? Um, You know, you talked a little bit about sponsorship, that women need to be able to step up, raise their hand, really say, I want a role, Um, and we've kind of been stuck in middle management. Do you think that there's a a tipping point that we need to be looking for? Um, I do, and I think that one of the key elements you alluded to yourself, and that is getting men involved, getting men to see the statistics. And, for instance, as a great example on this, really, even though it's a statistic on corporate America, it's also true for small and mid-sized businesses as well. And that is when you involve women in leadership positions, uh, corporate boards, senior leadership committees, like that, you begin to see your bottom line increase. It increases profitability. And if you can get that message out to men, I mean, they'd be crazy not to want to get women involved in leadership. And by the way, it's not just getting one woman on a board or on a senior leadership committee, because that's sort of tokenism. And it's not even just getting two, because getting two for some reason, this is really (laughs) odd, but it creates a kind of conflict on boards and senior leadership committees. But if you get three or more women, it creates all kinds of networking opportunities. It sends a message to the employees and also to the customers that you are a company, no matter what your size, that understands the importance of women um, and their point of view and their perspectives. Uh, And it trickles down throughout an organization and also out to the consumer. So it's a very strong message. Yep, the power of three, no doubt about it. Well, we're going to take a quick break and we come back. Let's talk a little bit about some trends that you might be monitoring and the implications they have on women. More from Maddie when we return in just a moment. Okay, time for something we can all relate to. Shopping. Her Strings will be right back after these messages from our advertisers. Do you look at the task of ranking your site at the top of the search engines like you would climbing the top of Mount Everest? It doesn't have to be. TopSEOs.com knows how hard that climb can be, and they can make top ranking a reality. TopSEOs sends you to only the right search vendors and agencies that they know will work for you. Since 2002, TopSEOs.com has reviewed and researched the best search engine marketing agencies and solutions providers. Don't risk the cost of falling off the proverbial peak of search rankings. Let TopSEOs give you peace of mind. TopSEOs.com, the independent authority on search vendors. Hey, this is Danny Sullivan to talk to you about Bruce Clay Incorporated. They've made Inc. Magazine's list of growing private businesses and have exhibited and sponsored at my conferences since the very beginning. You've seen their search engine relationship chart or you've read their SEO code of ethics, so you know their SEO experts, but did you know they can help you with PBC, web analytics, web design, marketing strategy, promotion, and branding? Yep, get everything you need for success in the online marketplace. You can check it out from the professionals at Bruce Clay Incorporated. For over 10 years with offices worldwide, they've got the answers you need. Check them out today at BruceClay.com. 
Looking for an affiliate network that can package every solution an advertiser or publisher needs in one account? Your one-stop source for full-service solutions is AdMedia.com. AdMedia delivers an incredible lineup of specialized XML feeds for local, social, and search, plus the advertising arsenal of PPC, SEM, contextual, display, and more. AdMedia gives your campaign real visibility, from emailers to domain redirects. AdMedia tailors your all-in-one campaign to give your account a real advantage. AdMedia.com delivers cost-effective ad solutions with real conversions. Learn everything AdMedia can do for you today. Sign up at AdMedia.com. AdMedia, strong ROI made simple. WebmasterRadio.fm. Welcome to the place your competitors get their edge. Jump on it. We're here for you 24-7. Her Strings is back with the inside track on Today's Woman. Here's your host, Maria Retan. And we're back. I've been talking today with Maddie Dykewog. She's the co-founder of Age Wave and uh, author of three books, the latest of which is called Influence, How Women's Soaring Economic Power Will Transform Our World for the Better. And as Maddie pointed out, it's not a woman for it's not a book for women. It's it's a book about women. And yes, you men need to be reading that too. We've been talking about a lot about what it's going to take to get women into those leadership positions that are so vital for doing really good business. And, um, you know, part of the trends that we've been watching, of course, is that this huge transfer of wealth that's happening in the U.S. as women continue to um, outlive their partners and their husbands. And we find ourselves with more power over funds. Do you believe that women are really prepared for the transfer of wealth that's happening, Maddie? Well, I think you need to ask a, a question that's maybe slightly broader. It's women outlive men. That's the fact. <laughs> that's and, right. Like it or not, I mean, sorry, guys. That's the way it is. Uh, that's good news, bad news. And the good news is that there's more years to, you know, unleash your talents and capabilities and to enjoy life and to take advantage of the opportunities that life provides to you. And yes, women do, in fact, tend to inherit the wealth that a family or a husband or whatever accumulated over a lifetime. That's good news. The bad news, and there is bad news inherent in this, is that women aren't always prepared for this. Let me give you three key elements to keep in mind. Number one, because women outlive men, but they are still oftentimes the nurturer and the caregiver in a family. They're often the ones who are taking off time to care for aging parents, to care for their own children. So as a result of that, they're sometimes uh, not on the career track that they really ought to be. Uh, They're not getting promoted in the way that they ought to be, which we alluded to before. And they're also not developing the the security in terms of their pensions and their social security payments that men often have the chance to develop. For instance, women don't accumulate as much in their 401ks as men, like a significant amount. And in addition to which, women tend to somehow not pay attention to those dollars and don't really become financially savvy, frankly, and get the kind of financial assistance that they need uh, in terms of maybe a financial advisor. They think that they're not worthy of it in a way. They think, okay, um, I only have a small amount of money. Why would a financial advisor be willing to work with me? And that is really the wrong attitude. Women have got to, number one, you know, get more financially savvy and knowledgeable, take classes, 
learn what they can on how to manage their finances more effectively. And number two, get, find a financial advisor, someone, maybe you pay them an independent fee, who can look at what you have, help you figure out how to make more of your money, and help you plan for a longer future than your husband's going to have. I mean, you've got to assume that that's the case. I, I recently heard a really interesting statistic about this. I heard that uh, the baby boomer woman who, you know, the oldest have already turned 65, they're 66 now, and it's women born between 1946 and 1964, that the oldest, about half of them grew up with the notion that a man was going to take care of them financially, and that today, 90% of them realize that they've got to be responsible for their own financial future. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. We take the bull by horns are going to be left unfortunately in a very precarious position as we age um real briefly because we are running out of time and i want to get this question in for sure i know at age wave you do a lot of research and you monitor a lot of trends what are you looking at right now that you the kind of trends that you feel will have a big implication on women especially as we get older yeah well one of the biggest ones is that older adults are just not retiring the way they used to and This is good news for women because it gives them more years in the workforce so that they can both, you know, develop their expertise, but more than that, so that they can accumulate a little bit more money for those later years. They're living longer, as we just said. So that becomes super important. Uh, Another trend that we see that I find really, really interesting is that when young people graduate from college with the same education, go into similar kinds of jobs in urban environments like New York, Los Angeles, uh, Berlin, Munich, whatever, you know, big cities, that young woman is actually earning more than the young man. And that's, that's new, and that's interesting. And it'll be very curious to see what happens 10 years down the road when those same women start hitting 30, 35, and are interested in raising a family. Will they successfully be able to combine their careers with their families? And, in fact, Will men being more involved in family, allowing women the opportunity to advance their careers more successfully? Um, I think that's, that's going to be interesting to watch, and especially um, millennials, too, uh, tend to want to balance life and work and the pursuit of passions a little bit more than, say, those of us who are Gen X and, um, and boomers. So it, it will be interesting to see how they do that great juggle. Um, last but not least, as marketers, because many of the people who listen to this program are marketers, how can we support women in the tra- transformation that's taking place? And how can we leverage that transformation to drive business for ourselves? Well, the first thing to do is to recognize that you know more than 80% of all consumer purchases are made by women. <laughs> so, you know, <laughs> that's not news. I mean, yeah, women have always bought things. Let's not be crazy about this. We know that. However, the kinds of things that they're involved in now in terms of decision-making is very different. Uh, They're buying half of all stocks and bonds. Uh, They're buying 62% of all new cars. So they're buying those large uh, (laughs) consumer purchases that they were not involved with even 15, 20 years ago. So marketers have got to recalibrate who their key consumer is, and they've got to realize that it's not just pink marketing that's sort of passe, that was, you know, 20 years ago, and it's not just 
throwing in a marketing position that kind of appeals to a woman. It's really thinking about who your customer is and what their true needs are, not their stereotypical needs, but their true needs are, and trying to meet those needs better than your competition. Gosh, Maddie, we've covered a ton of territory today. Thank you so much for your insight. I'm so thrilled that you were able to join me today. Oh, it's my pleasure. And I do want to invite everyone to check out AgeWave. AgeWave.com is where you can um, get more information on Maddie and her husband's company, as well as contact Maddie directly if you would like. And thank you to my producer, George, for another great show. Join me right here next week for another edition of Her Strings, Tuesdays at 3 o'clock Eastern Time. Until then, make it a great one. <laughs>